He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door How you doing everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show Where we talk about life, we talk about liberty, we talk about the pursuit of happiness and we show the world, yes, that Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you're located and the platform you are listening on. If that's Apple, Google, Spotify, Rumble, Amazon Music, YouTube, and all the rest. Uh, if you can, if this is your first time, please consider hitting the subscribe button. Hit the follow button on the platform you are on. It helps out more than you know. I uh, hope everyone's having a good week. And ladies and gentlemen, look, I'm old. I'm old, ladies and gentlemen. I So the 4th of October, I guess that could be the news of today. We announced it on the Facebook page and Twitter page and everything else. Uh, I turned 30. So I've been on this floating rock on Earth that's called Earth for 30 years. I am getting old. I I, uh, I don't know if my... I have a youth member here. He's listening to the show Uh producer in training that's what we're going to call you from now on producer in training huh yeah go ahead you called me 50 okay now y'all can't hear him on the microphone but he just called me 50 so golly how old you think i am sheesh do i look hey i'm gonna ask my audience please comment down at the bottom do i look 50 i see the thumbnail anyway but anyway, so I'm, I'm 30 years old. Despise what my youth thinks. I am 30 years old. So, um, but been on this earth. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's how I'm going to open this segment. Um, so I've been following, following politics for a while now. Pro- if I had to guess, probably half my life. Uh, uh, I remember the first election that I ever was part of or ever I heard about. I didn't vote in it. If they let an eight-year-old vote, I, I was in trouble. Um, but I remember Al Gore and President George W. Bush's election. I remember the controversy in 2000 about Florida. I didn't understand everything that was going on. All I remember, and this is a bad image to remember, is that I saw Al Gore standing on the television saying, every vote must count. I remember that. I remember that, and and I kind of remember John Kerry and George W. Bush's election. One I remember the most was 2008 Barack Obama's election when he got elected. And that's, I guess, I, I, believe, I believe at that time I was around 15, 16 years old. That's when I really got into politics. And it's funny, a 15, 16-year-old boy should not be thinking about politics, but I was. And that's why my wife calls me abnormal. Anyway, um, but... I, all the times that all this time that I've been following politics, half of the years of my life, and now for the almost going on for two years of me following politics and explaining it to you, my audience, I, I've learned a thing or two here and there. And one is that uh, the de- and Democrats are good at this. I don't know if Republicans do it, but Republicans don't get. The leeway, as a Democrat does on this particular uh, tactic that they use. What I'm talking about here, Democrats, when when all else fails, goes to a topic that they feel 
is more important than the topic that they're trying to discourage you from listening to. And I'm going to give you some examples right here. One is President Joe Biden. Now, I got two with President Joe Biden this week, ladies and gentlemen, of distracting you from a crisis or distracting you from something that he's failing at and stirring you to another issue. So this was done. Let me go ahead and pull up the date. Um, October 4th of 2022 news uh, Fox news goes ahead and writes an article saying national debt surpasses 31 trillion. Ladies and gentlemen, our nation is in debt, just not the nation, the generation here now, but the next generation and the next generation. If we keep having politicians keep on spending, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And one day America won't, somebody's going to ask for their money. Uh, you never go to a bank, own bank $2 or whatever the amount is and just tell them, Hey, I'll keep borrowing money, keep on borrowing money, keep on borrowing money. And the bank one day says, ah, we want our money back. And they stop lending you money. That's what America's going to happen one day. So, but the national debt passes 31 trillion. The treasury department released this on Monday. The article was written on Tuesday. The national debt number is $31.123 trillion. That's a lot of money. Now we now, um, Joe Biden has added to this national debt. So the, 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 the numbers climbing up, and it's funny how Democrats are, oh, it's wrong that the national debt is so high, but they always keep on spending money. The national debt is hit, it hit $31 trillion because partially to, uh, to President Joe Biden. Why? Because the, uh, the, infl uh, um, the infrastructure plan, the Inflation Reduction Act that really isn't going to uh, bring down inflation is going to raise. You have all these bills that Biden, not counting Ukraine, sending billions upon billions to Ukraine. Now, I want to be just and I want to be transparent. I did not agree with Donald Trump spending trillions and trillions of dollars. Granted, it did go to the military. Granted, it went to some great things, but... Now, now, President Biden, President Trump has come out and said, well, when my second term, I was going to start bringing the debt down. We will never know because Donald Trump has not had a second term. And if he has a second term, it's going to be four years after backwards. Joe has ruined everything that he put together. But you, you would you would think what a milestone. This is the first time in U.S. history that the debt has reached that high. You would think that the president of the United States would go ahead and, you know, at least bring out a statement. Like I know the national debt's high, but we're working to go ahead. I would, I would have, I would have respected him a little bit more than I do now if he would have done that. But no, do you know what the president did? He sent out a tweet just a couple of hours after. And his tweet read this Congress should codify the protections of Roe once and for all. Okay. And look, just so happened, I did not, I didn't get this from a news source. I got this off my phone. I took a picture of this. This is the Cajun conservative doing journalism when he did not know about it. That was because I, I, I went ahead and put a tweet out and I saw, yes, I followed the president on Twitter. Please don't be shocked. I have to basically, 
But the president of the United States is talking about Roe v. Wade and how we need to codify Roe v. Wade. We need to have the protections and Congress should do it now. Um, why don't the president of the United States get on Congress's rear end and talk to him about the national debt? Because, see, that's a bad issue. That is a bad, that issue looks, don't look good on the Democrat Party. And see, they're trying to win the midterms, ladies and gentlemen. They're trying to pick up seats in the House of Representatives. Now, he isn't the only one that has done this. Um, Nancy Pelosi made a bold prediction on Stephen Colbert's show where she said they were going to win the House of Representatives. And when Stephen Colbert kind of asked her, how do you figure you're going to win? Because every Tom, Dick, and Harry knows that the Democrat Party isn't going to win the House. They might win the Senate, but not the House. Um, she says, well, well, it's because uh, people, people uh, are worried about abortion and the insurrection of January 6th. See, ladies and gentlemen, when things look bad for the Democrat Party, they go to something that's totally opposite. They try to ver you away from the issue at hand. There is also another issue rising up in this, this um, with the president of the United States. OPEC, the people that in Saudi Arabia and other countries that go ahead and distribute oil are cutting their production by 1 million barrels a day. Now, some people might say 1 million barrels, that ain't a, that, 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 how is that going to affect? It's going to affect a lot of people. It's going to affect our allies. It's going to affect us. And guess what? Your gas prices are going to go up, ladies and gentlemen. <gasps> Wait a minute. Didn't the president go for like three, four months? We brought gas prices down. We're the best administration doing that see what i done see remember he didn't take the blame for when it was going up i wonder if he's going to take the blame for this because the influence of the united states is not on saudi arabia and opec no more the united states has lost it's kind of funny okay the president of the united states before donald j trump the president it was kind of funny when donald trump said hey i'm gonna open up the keystone pipeline i'm gonna open up this pipeline i'm gonna drill here i'm gonna drill there opec oh boy we gotta go ahead and start producing oil they're trying to put america under the thumb see this makes biden look bad ladies and gentlemen but what what is the media all talking about what is the media all buzzing about vice chair of treasury department new racial equality committee wants to defund the police center race and all policy see ladies and gentlemen biden's administration is is too white apparently so now they want to have an equal uh committee they want to see ladies and gentlemen they're bringing it to race they're trying to they're trying to make it sound like america's evil and bad and racist but ladies and gentlemen, and look, this was a bad week. In my opinion, this is a bad week for the administration. You have a president that's that's spending money and the 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 debt has hit over 31 trillion. He goes to Roe v. Wade. Oh, we gotta go to abortion. Now that OPEC, now this happened today, and I got this article earlier, but this is what they're pushing. Ladies and gentlemen, equality. And Kamala Harris, we need to make sure that the victims of Hurricane are uh uh, Ian, the black people and the Hispanic people and other minorities get that before the evil white people. Ladies and gentlemen, a storm went through Florida. I don't care if you're purple and pink. You you should get funding. 
But this has been the, the theme all this week. Oh, equality, oh, equality, equality. Why? Because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to point back to what I said last week. The Democrat Party cannot run on their legislative agenda. They can't. They, look, I, I quoted last week. Go listen to last week's episode. We're going to run. We think our legislative record can beat MAGA Republicans. No, it can't. Y'all don't have a record to run on. So when all else fails, hey, we're going to go ahead and talk about abortion. Hey, we're going to go ahead and talk about, um, we're going to go ahead and talk about race. Uh, we're going to talk about um, um, bringing down our opponents or slandering our opponents, which we're going to talk about in the next segment. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the thing that, that, that just puzzles me. The Democrats are, are trying to run their campaign on a basket that has no bottom to it or a boat that has a big hole in it. And look, I don't know about you, where you're from, but here in Louisiana, we don't put a boat with a hole in it in the water. No, we kind of sink. But that's what they're doing. Why do I say that? Because abortion ranks seventh as most important issue to Latino voters behind economy and border. Now that was just one set of people, the Latinos, ladies and gentlemen, if they would run a poll, it would be worse more than that. Cause there's a lot of people not worried about abortion. There's a lot of bigger fish to fry than the ter- uh, than the issue of abortion. But that's what the Democrats are going to, because they think this is what's going to carry them over the midterms. That's quoting Nancy Pelosi. And that's why Biden went ahead and made that tweet. That's why Biden went ahead and put out the tweet saying that Congress should codify the protections of Roe. Why? Because he don't want people to see his failures and it makes an impact on the midterms. Biden is not running for president of the United States in 2022, but he is hurting his own party, ladies and gentlemen. And instead of owning up to his failures... No, I'm going to go ahead and pass it on. I'm going to go ahead and take their attention off of my failures. I'm going to put it on abortion, racism, or slander. Ladies and gentlemen, as we're going to see in the next segment, the Democrat Party cannot do nothing else but slander and lie about candidates. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a failure of an administration. And for this, for this, for it being so close to the midterms and these Democrats are doing what they do best. They're pulling out all their weapons to try to fool you, the American people. Don't be easily fooled. My friends, don't be easily fooled. I'll be right back after this short break. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes is Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. Cleansed and made us whole, not one love, not one soul. 
All right, everybody, welcome back to the Cajun Conservative Show. I want to tell everyone right here, right now, the biggest difference with conservatives and liberals, one of them is taxes. Why am I bringing up taxes? There ain't no new tax legislation. Well, the thing of it is, <coughs> excuse me, the Miami Dolphins newly acquired wide receiver Tyreek Hill only needed a few words to explain why he ultimately chose a life in the Sunshine State over a contract with the New York Jets, a trade he said was very close to happening at one point. Now, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this. Um, Tyreek Hill is one of the fastest men on planet Earth. He used to play for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and he went ahead and moved to Florida, where he is signed with the Miami Dolphins. Now, I... I I follow football. Apparently, I didn't follow it that well. All I knew one day, I heard that he was traded. Now, he had a choice between Florida and New York. And he chose the Miami. He chose Florida. This is his question. He, he was asked a question during a press conference. The reason was simple, he explained. During a recent press conference discussing the deal, those state taxes, man. Video, <laughs> video of explanation was shared via Twitter on Monday by Paul Anderson Eston Jr. Ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> you don't hear people. Oh boy, we going to New York. We're going to pay more taxes. Oh boy. You never hear that. Oh, we're going to California. We're going to pay more for gas and oil. Yay. Now, unless you're, unless you're, um, an extreme nut, crazy liberal. You might do that, which my, 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 my producer in training told me early. He said, Democrats are just stupid and I'm not trying to insult people, but he's the second person that I heard say that today. Dan Bongino said that too. So unless, and now, unless you're open mind Democrat, I'll give you a pass. But ladies and gentlemen, people are leaving New York. To go to states like Florida and Texas. I can't say Louisiana no more because our our governor jacked up with I don't know what. But ladies and gentlemen, this football player decided to save money by going play in another city. Now, I don't know if the Jets was his per first preference. But ladies and gentlemen, he knew, boy, if I go to oh, if I go to New York, dang, them taxes are going to be high. I'm going to Miami. Now, I don't know his political views, and I really don't care. But ladies and gentlemen, this football player made a right choice. And this shows why people are not staying in liberal cities. Just food for thought. You know, just for... Also, I just mentioned our governor. I'm so happy to announce that... Our own Jeff Landry from St. Martin Parish is running for governor. He announced today, I got to go get a sign. I already got a Clay Higgins and John Kennedy sign. I'm going to have to go get a sign for Jeff Landry now. So, All right, let's go on. Ladies and gentlemen, the state of Georgia is in turmoil. They got two Democrat senators. It's just, uh, it, it, it's bad in Georgia. Now we have a spe we have an election to go ahead and decide who's going to be because two years ago Warnock won a special election. Now this that was the finish the term of the senator that was there before him. 
Now he's going for a whole six-year term. He's running against Hershon Walker. And ladies and gentlemen, we talked about at the beginning of the first segment. They talk about race. They talk about abortion. And when all else fails, they just slander their next opponent or their opponent. Because ladies and gentlemen, they can't go and say, look what we did in Washington. Because it's ultimately failure. Ladies and gentlemen, I've asked this question a number of times on this program. What has the Democrats done for you? I was even, I was even uh, debated on that. Oh, you say that because you don't like Democrats. You think Democrats are all the problem, which they are. But when I asked, what does the, what has the Democrat Party done for you? And, oh, you didn't do that because you're a conservative. And they don't answer the question. People that are Democrats do not answer questions. They just try to make you look dumb. And when you make them look dumb, they go ahead and try to cover it up so they look like they're smart and you're dumb. I've been, I've been in that situation. I have text messages to prove it. When I was debating a, a liberal, I, I made him look like he didn't know what he was talking about. And it was on a public scene like Facebook. Go ahead and delete all my comments. Put the ones that made him look good and made it look like he overcame what I said. That's okay. I got text. I got the pictures to prove that I, I, I blew them out the water. But that is what's happening right now, ladies and gentlemen. And look, the media is a big part of this. The media is part of a slander campaign. People like the Daily Beast, uh, MSNBC, CBS. Their goal in life is not to report the news. I, if you think that, God help you. But the news media today is not based on giving you news. Now, you might be saying, well, Isaac, don't you give the news? I, I give you news stories and I give you my opinion of the story. I am an opinionist. I, did I say that right? No, I did not say that right. I give you my opinion. <laughs> anyway, but I give you my opinion on news stories. And ladies and gentlemen, that don't make me a journalist. I read news. I read news. I read news articles just like you, and I have an opinion on them. But this is why I'm coming to the part with slander, because when all else fails, the Democrats go to race, abortion, or slander. Slander's their last line of defense, ladies and gentlemen. When they really scared, that's when they go. So let's let's move on. So the Daily Beast reported a story Monday that. Hershon Walker paid for a girlfriend's abortion. Hershon Walker, the football legend, now running for Senate in Georgia, says he wants to completely—excuse me—completely ban abortion, liking it to murder, and claiming there should be no exemptions for rape, incest, or the life of the mother. But the Republican candidate has supported at least one exception for himself: a woman who acts not to be identified out of privacy privacy concern told the daily beast that after she and walker conceived a child while they were dating in 2009 he urged her to get an abortion the woman said she has the proce uh, procedure procedure and that walker re um reimbursed her for it now ladies and gentlemen this woman who is not she don't want to be known it's private. She don't want to be known. Ladies and gentlemen, if you leak a story, you need to put your name out there. I'm sorry. That's my opinion. But this lady, oh, man, oh, I, I, I mean, him conceived a child. And, and look, I'm not, look, if it happened, Hershaw Walker should have stood up and been the daddy of the, the child. 
But this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen. They show a card with Hershon Walker's signature and say that is proof that this happened. And also, they, she says she has a receipt, which nobody has seen the receipt. All they seen was the card. Now, Hershon Walker has come on and said that it's a flat-out lie. And he's sticking to that. And ladies and gentlemen, he should. If this story isn't true, which we know the media has a good reputation for making up stories. Russian collusion, anybody? Also at the also the day after, Hershon Walker's son stepped up attacks on his dad, saying, I'm done. I have another article that says he blame, he says that Hershon Walker was a bad daddy and that he did not go he was not a good role model and he's he's been holding it back for two years. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all it's all it's all coincidence that this happened just 30 something days away from the midterm elections. Now, the media is festering over this, ladies and gentlemen. They, oh, Hershon Walker's a bad person. He, he and ladies and gentlemen, I, I heard a commentator say earlier, this is to go ahead and hit family people. Oh, if he, he wasn't a good daddy, he wasn't, you know, we're not going to go vote for him. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, if you're a Republican that, are, that is saying that and you're going to stay home in Georgia, you need to get your head examined. This is what the Democrat Party and the media wants you to do. They don't want you to go vote for Hershon Walker. That If you don't go vote for Hershon Walker, that is a vote. You're casting your vote for Warnock. You should just go into the ballot box, vote Democrat, and bite your tongue. But the media is festering over this. Oh, Hershon Walker's not a good dad. Now, I don't know about his past, ladies and gentlemen. I don't. I know the man may, may, has made mistakes. A former wife has even said that he pointed a gun to her head. We don't know. Ladies and gentlemen, all this has not been confirmed. But the media, even, let's say it like this, even Politico says that, this, I heard this today, Political wrote a story saying it cannot be confirmed. Nothing. And Hershon Walker said it's a flat-out lie. Why they're doing this, ladies and gentlemen? Well, because, like I said in the first segment, if they can't get you on another issue like abortion and race, they're going to slander the opponent of the Democrat to go ahead and make you have your... And that's the only time the Democrats have a sense of, uh, of, uh, of morality. Because, ladies and gentlemen, you know, it's kind of funny. Every Democrat candidate, um, from, from Bill Clinton on down, have done horrible stuff. Look, Republican candidates have too. They have been sent away. But ladies and gentlemen, there have been Democrat candidates. Look, I use a prime example. I just mentioned his name, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton had an affair in the White House and still won his election. Why? Because Bill Clinton put on his charm and the media at the time, they, they reported it when it happened, but did not harp on it. Ladies and gentlemen, and this is what and this is why there's a double standard in the media. When the Democrats do something, oh, it, it's reported for two days and then shut it down. Don't harp on it. A Democrat, I mean, a Republican does something, and it's a new, it's the, it's top of the news charts for two weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something called October surprise, by the way. But Hershon Walker has been getting benefits from this. Fundraising have surged since Hershon Walker's attack on media. After media attacks.
Because, ladies and gentlemen, I, I think a lot of people, look, there was the fine, look, there was evidence. Now, people say, well, you didn't see the card that's on, because there's a picture of the card, ladies and gentlemen, of the signature sign of Hershon Walker. Um, the thing of it is, though, ladies and gentlemen, isn't there counterfeiters out there? I'm just bringing out all points. Because they even say that that can't be proven. The lady said it's a gift well card, and it don't even look like a gift well, a get well card. But there's a lot of people like myself that doubt this, and they're giving to Hershon Walker. Also, President Donald Trump backs up uh, Hershon Walker. He's and he says it's slander and malice. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the thing right here. This is where I'm bringing. Now, I'm going to bring this all to a ball. The media is going to focus on Hershon Walker, but they don't focus on Warnock. Breitbart, Rodolf Warnock, uh, Muddy Paz resurfaced as camp child abuse questions go unanswered. Ladies and uh, gasoline was poured on the Georgia Senate raid this week as both candidates now have a series of allegedly lodged against them detailing alleged aspects of their personal lives, which could seriously impact the midterm election race. But while the current focus remains on Republican candidate Hershon Walker, Rodolph Warnock is no stranger to scandal. And what it is, ladies and gentlemen, a while back in 2020, Rod- Warnock was running for senator. And he tried to roll over his wife and his wife said, I've tried to be quiet. I've seen the video. She said, I'm trying to be quiet. She, she asked me, he asked me to keep quiet because of reputation, but I'm not being quiet anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't hear that. And that was on Tucker Carlson, but I didn't hear that until 2022. <gasps> oh, and the media is all fair. The media is all balanced. The me- No, they're not. Ladies and gentlemen, if that story would have hit mainstream media and it did Fox News, because I've seen a video of Tucker Carlson talking about it in 2020. But you didn't hear this on MSNBC. You didn't hear that. Not to my recollection. But it's kind of funny. Hershon Walker. Now, his son comes out and attacks him, too. And he did the best reply that I can think of. I love you no matter what, son. And his son went off. And he's supposed to be a conservative. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this is all coming out right before the midterm elections. Why? Because the media... And the candidates, the Democrat candidates, know they can't run on nothing else. So they're going to try to get your sense of values. And that's the only time they, they think about values. How can we use this to benefit us? And ladies and gentlemen, we live in America. We live in a country that was built upon the word of God and values. Now, look, if Warnock made mistakes in his life, I pray he repents of him. He reconciles with his family and he gets everything right. But ladies and gentlemen, all these people, all of them, every single person that, oh, Hershon Walker is evil. Hershon Walker is dead. I can't. Well, first off, think about your past. Do you want your skeletons come out? And also think about the other candidate, a pastor that supports abortion, uh, a person that wants to get rid of the filibuster, a person that wants to, that wants to take away your sense of freedoms. Who are you going to vote for? I can't. I'm not going to vote for either one of them. Well, you should just go vote for Warnock because you're staying home and you're not. You're you're. Let's say it like this. This country is too much in a hole. For us to let Democrats keep on digging that hole, because that's what's happening. 
We are and look, there's a look, I'm proud to say I'm happy that Republicans are standing behind her, Sean Walker, and saying, look, you need more proof than that than just a receipt that you could have got at any Tom Dick and Harry abortion clinic. And it shows right here, Breitbart, polls show Walker still in virtual tie with Warnock after media attacks. Ladies and gentlemen, I think you, the American people, are waking up to the Democrats' games. And like I said, the theme of this first two segments are this. The Democrat Party, when all else fails, they turn to race, they turn to abortion, and then if, it, if, last, if, if that's the last-ditch effort, we need to slander the person. And ladies and gentlemen, Warnock, uh, Walker is doing well because he's not backing down. I think he learned from Donald Trump. When put false accusations, don't say sorry, just say prove it. Because listen, I, like I said, he says it's a false, not about his son, but the the piece from the Daily Beast, he's even threatened to sue them because he said it's a flat out lie. On that note, we'll be right back after this short break. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all in one word, the Scott Ford Show, and it's on Rumble. And I also have a motivational success show on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe and ring that bell. That would mean a lot to me. Enjoy your life. Thank you, Isaac. God bless. You're my peace of When this old world seems to get me down. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of the Cajun Conservative Show. Ladies and gentlemen, as I just pointed out, the Democrat Party, when they don't want to be own up to their mistakes, let's call it like that. Let's not call it failures. Let's call it mistakes. When they, when they don't want to own up to their mistakes, they don't like getting a question to remember, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, they try to defer you to something else. Either that's abortion or that's uh, racism, that's slander. And then when people start asking questions about it, they don't like to be answered. Now, I don't have the video, uh, but I'm going to go ahead and read what our lovely president. Now, now, this is another thing, ladies and gentlemen. Don't you remember when the president was on the campaign trail back two, two years ago? Two, uh, two and a half years ago. I'm going to be transparent with the press. See this president right here? He ain't transparent. Transparent. Where the Donald Trump would talk to the press every chance he got. He loved the cameras. That was one thing. Maybe that was a downfall that he had. But he Donald Trump loved the cameras. Donald Trump loved going and talking with the press. No matter how bad it was. And was these formal interviews? No. He would just be walking to... Air Force One or Marine One, and he would, they would ask him questions, he would answer. Yeah, he didn't have a press briefing every single day like this president does and embarrasses the crap out of his press secretaries. But he was supposed, this was supposed to be a Biden promised to be transparent with the, the press. Well, yesterday, we had a news article come out called Joe Biden slam for complaining about the media shouting questions. 
this guy really highs from the press. That was the article by John Silverton of Fox News. President Joe Biden was criticized Tuesday for his response to reporters shouting questions at him while being escorted out of the White House about task force meeting. As they tried to question him, Biden smiled and said, you're amongst the only press in the world that does this seriously, seriously. Oh, my goodness. What is the press supposed to do? Sit down and shut up or not say a thing while you rabble, uh, you ramble on and you goof about you being a uh, Puerto Rico descent. Look, ladies and gentlemen, that's one. Look, this president, first off, the press is very, very favorable towards President Joe Biden. I, and look, I remember watching that 60 minute interview. I watched the whole thing. And all he, look, the questions he couldn't answer, the host of the show would answer it for him, and Biden still wouldn't get it. But he, a lot of people, that oh, was the greatest 60 minute interview of all times. The view, Whoopi Goldberg. I don't think Biden did anything wrong. But he wants to go ahead and get mad when they shout out questions and smile and make the remark. You're amongst the only press in the world that does this. Well, I'm going to say this. This is why we live in a free nation that press could do that. You can't do that in Saudi Arabia. You can't do that in Russia. You have to be quiet or you, you're done. We have something called the Constitution that said we have the freedom of the press. And ladies and gentlemen, this is, the re- this is why President Joe Biden does not like being questioned. Because of all the first two segments of the Democrats' failures in the United States of America these last two years. They try to blame the Republican Party. Ladies and gentlemen, think about this. The Republican Party is campaigning on uniting America... And putting America first while the Democrat Party is, hey, let's care about the world and let's care about killing babies and let's, you know, more about raising taxes. And and ladies and gentlemen, what's going to resonate with people? And the press do their job halfway right. Biden always comes out with a smart, uh, smart remark. This ain't the first time, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he's smart at the, the, the press. Oh, this must be the first time. No, it's not. Don't you remember when he called Peter Dorsey a son of a pup? No, not President Joe Biden. Ladies and gentlemen, Democrats do not like the press. Even the most favorable press. That's the only, look, that's the only time, like Nancy Pelosi, as I quoted earlier, going on Stephen Colbert. Oh, yes. Look, all the audience loves me here. She don't want to talk about the concert she went to where everybody booed her rear end. <gasps> Isaac. No, I'm serious. Nancy Pelosi was at, in, in New York, out of all places, I believe. New York telling, hi, how you doing, fans? Oh, he hears, get her off the stage. See, ladies and gentlemen, and look, if you see the pictures and the video, Nancy Pelosi was more red than, than the red behind Joe Biden on his speech of unity. Because, ladies and gentlemen, they think they're above everybody else. And look, I'm not going to say the Republicans don't do that either. There is some Republicans like the turtle, Mitch McConnell. Oh, I think, I think I'm the bad. Oh, and he, he thinks he's higher above everybody else. But he's not. 
And ladies and gentlemen, but the Democrats have it worse. There are some Republicans that do it, but majority of all Democrats think they're better than everybody else. And they should not have to be brought down to the press's level. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this is a man that ran on transparency and ran on communicating with the press and giving the press all the information. No, the president of the United States is smirking at the press. This shows Biden's true colors. And remember, he represents the Democrat Party. On that note, we also got the, the media in an up, uproar. Um, Elon Musk proposes Twitter buyout at $54.20 per share. Trending holding as stock prices soar. So let's give you a little bit of background on this. Elon Musk early in the year wanted to buy Twitter. The Twitter, the Twitter corporation, the Twitter board, all of them try to stop him. He went to the shareholders. He offered them $54 and 20 cents a share. And guess what? They sold it to him. But he was, he was trying to find out some information and he said, look, I'm backing out the deal because you lied to me about false accounts on Twitter. So as it went about, Twitter sued him. He countersued Twitter. And it was a big roar. Now, I remember coming on and saying, look, I was excited. Look, I was excited. Look, because of this buyout, I made the Cajun Conservative Twitter page. Before that, I didn't have a Twitter page. Why? Because Twitter was censoring conservatives. They could say whatever they want, they were. And that's why Elon Musk wanted to buy Twitter because he said, look, I am, I, Elon Musk ain't the greatest conservative. He's not even a conservative. He's more on the left. But the thing of it is, he said he got tired of seeing people be you, their free speech being oppressed. So he wanted to buy Twitter and revamp it and make it to where you can have a free voice on Twitter. And the left went in storms. I can't believe he wants to go ahead and give a give a venue to, to Donald Trump and this one, Alex Jones, and this and this. Ladies and gentlemen, the left went berserk. Then when all this lawsuit stuff, oh, Twitter's safe. Oh, oh, Elon Musk ain't buying it. Oh, oh, good. We can go ahead and keep censoring Republicans and we can go ahead and promote our uh, propaganda. I mean, our thoughts on Twitter. Now, Project Veritas released a uh, video where some Twitter employees are saying, no, Twitter is very left. But now, after this whole lawsuit thing, Elon Musk said, look, I'm going to buy it. Twitter Corporation said, we're going to take your offer. I, I would, too. Could, could you imagine? That? Look, Kyle, you right here. Imagine. Just imagine you make an internet company, and I come along and say, I'm going to buy it for $44 billion. <laughs> Well, Twitter, on that note, how much was the company? Kai just asked. We need to get you a mic next time. Um... So you asked the question, how much Twitter was making? Twitter was only worth, if I'm not mistaken, at the time was worth maybe. Well, hold on. They got it right here. Twitter reported losses of eight cents per share. And following the below of 14 gain per share forecasted by. So they were supposed to make 14 cents more per share and went down. But I think the company, if I'm not mistaken, I remember correctly, was like $30 a share. And he was offering 54. 
It was between 30 and 40. So the company was below. He's paying more than what the company's average and whatever. But anyway, but going back to that, but now that Elon Musk has accepted this, uh, this proposal, the media got their costumes in a bunch. Literally, this is from Fox News. Media worries as Elon Musk closes deal to buy Twitter. Be afraid. Be actually afraid. Members of the media renewed their uh, anger against billionaire tech Elon Musk Thursday after reports showed him closing his deal to officially buy Twitter. Fox Business report they intended to close the deal for Musk, 44 billion inquiry of the social media company at 54.20 per share. The original offer May Musk made in April. Shares from Twitter stock quickly soared after the announcement. It was also received approval from the Twitter shareholders. Reporters and journalists, however, expressed doubts and even fears about Musk's purchase. NBC reporter Ben Collins. Uh, notably penned a lengthy Twitter trend describing how much Twitter purchase could affect the 2022 elections. <coughs> um, I don't know how I really don't how, how to anyway, for those of you asking, yes, I do think this set this site can and will change pretty dramatically. If Musk gets full control over it, which he has, he bought it. No, there is no immediate replacement. If this gets done early enough based on the people he aligned with, yes, it could affect actually affect midterms. Collins wrote, um, Mr. Collins, you are a couple of fries short of a happy meal. If you have the happy meal at all, because first off, and look, this is the funny thing about the media. Oh, this is going to affect the, the, mid, the midterms. Well, a newspaper wrote two stories. Again, Hershon Walker, and that is getting the full blunt of everybody's attention. Which one's going to affect more the midterms? Must buying out Twitter, where he has not made a political stance. I, I think he said he voted Republican for the first time the other day. Ooh. NPR editor Nayli Bargy retweeted the trend, writing, as usual, Ben Collins provides a youthful trend on border, uh, broader implications for the rest of us of must. Twitter take uh take over Twitter. Others also agree with Colin on the risks posed by Musk purchase of uh, Twitter. Be afraid, be actually afraid. From political magazine editor Garrett M. Griff wrote. Now, ladies and gentlemen, just giving you notice. So, so from political, uh, from NPR, and from NBC News, these are journalists that's supposed to be bipartisan. Uh, showing their partisism right here. So this is from a tweet from Don Wooslow. If Musk gets control of Twitter and Zuckerberg has control over Facebook and CNN is under new Republican backed management, which is not true. We have a massive problem and we do and do not listen to anyone who tells you differently. Um, ladies. <laughs> okay. So, so this is the whole issue right here, ladies and gentlemen. The left has control the, the left and the media had had has have control has had control over Twitter for so long that Twitter went ahead and was their 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 mouthpiece to spread their propaganda. Musk is coming in and saying, I'm gonna change that. I'm gonna make everybody have free speech. They're worried. 
Because, ladies and gentlemen, their little golden calf that they use to get propaganda out is gone now. And see, this is the thing, ladies and gentlemen, the algorithms. And look, I deal with algorithms because I'm on YouTube, Facebook, and all that. The algorithms are set not to promote conservatism, but cons- control to, to promote liberals. That is being taken away. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the issue why the media is mad. Now, on the, on the, bright, on the second part, though, see, ladies and gentlemen, the media loves the First Amendment, the freedom of the press. But they forget about the First Amendment also saying that we have the freedom of speech. That's why they have the freedom of the press. And ladies and gentlemen, this is the thing about socialism. These people and these people are socialistic at heart. They don't want you to have free speech. They want to be heard and silence anybody else that's against them. That's why they don't like Elon Musk buying Twitter. And that's the final part of this show right here, ladies and gentlemen. The Democrat Party and the media. Because like I said, the whole theme of this is what, when all else fails, what do the Democrats do? They, they slander their opponents. They go ahead and they, they talk about abortion. They talk about race. And then they just try to shut you up. I guess you can put that into slander, I guess. And ladies and gentlemen, I think, I think I've done a good job of proving to you, if this is your first time listening and you're a leftist and you have an open mind, I I think I did a good job showing you that this isn't the Republican Party that does this. This is the left. This is the Democrat Party. And this is why people in the media are upset that Elon Musk bought a company to give people back their voice. And it's sad that we have a meeting. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, these are people you're getting your news from. Well, you can listen to Ben Shapiro. Well, yeah, I use Daily Wire for news articles, but at least they give me more news than just opinions. And majority of the time, Ben Shapiro, they, uh, um, Matt Walsh, and um, can't think of the other, uh, the other one's name. They don't write news stories that much. They talk about, they go on podcasts and they give their opinion. But there's news people that's writing for the Daily Wire. These are journalists that have Twitter feeds and they're sharing their opinions. These supposed to be journalists and they supposed to not have an opinion. They supposed to report the facts and that's it. Ladies and gentlemen, watch out for the media. That's all I could say. On that note, we have run out of time for today. I want to thank you for listening to the Cajun Conservative Show. It's an honor and a pleasure for you to always be with me. And look, hey, look, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing this. Because I'll just be a guy talking into a mic. But because you listen, this drives me to keep on going. And I love every single one of you. I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank you for your prayers. Please share the show out with a friend. Go send it through a text, email, you know, Venmo, whatever. I don't know. Anyway, share it. Share it. Go to like the Facebook page. And remember, Jesus Christ is coming back and he's coming back soon. So don't be fate of heart because Jesus has overcome the world. As I always say, if you want to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, send me an email to CajunConservative5 at gmail.com, and I will tell you how to make heaven your home and make Jesus your eternal Savior. Until next time, be blessed, be encouraged. Bye-bye.